Hello, word nerds. Ooh, you may have gotten a little bit of an air bubble from the throat at the very beginning of that. Go back and listen. Uh, I, I just had some water, so, you know, it happens. You know, if you, I would like to say, I always start this the same way. If you would like to uh, listen to more of this show, and you, if you if you don't want this show to go away, uh, you know, maybe you should show some sh- support, because if it doesn't get any, it's going to go bye-bye. Maybe. Probably not. Nah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, go tell the people. Go write a review on Apple Podcasts and all the other places, because that's the fun thing to do. Uh, just say some things about the show and click the five stars, and then your job is done, and I am grateful. I will read it on an episode. Ooh, maybe just say some fun stuff. Mm, you know, if it gets a little too far, I probably won't read it. I'm not saying I'm not promising I'm going to read all of them, but you know, say some fun stuff. Um, you know what? Do all the other things. Twitter and Instagram is at dictionarypod. I hate saying this stuff. Email is dictionarypod at gmail.com. The phone number. 917-527-727. No, crap. It's something. It's in the show notes. Go buy some stuff. That would be fun. Go join the Patreon. That would also be fun for everybody involved. Okay, it's word time. The first word is den. It is the first of the D-E-N words. And that'll go on for a bit. Mm-hmm. Am I? Should I try and get my dentist on this episode coming up, you probably, I probably will have made a decision by the time you hear this, but, you know, let me know what you think. Uh, the first word is den, first form, noun from before the 12th century. Number one, the lair of a wild, usually predatory animal. That's the end of the sentence. That's where they live, the den. Predator, what? A lion, a tiger, a bear, oh my! Maybe wild hogs, potentially, mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe, how predatory are wild hogs? I don't know. 2A1, a hollow or cavern used especially as a hideout. Doesn't everybody want to hide out? I think when we've grown up watching cartoons, everybody's got a hideout. Number 1A2, a center of secret activity. It's, yeah, it's got to be secret if it's your hideout. Got your den? What do you, what do you got in your den? To be a small, usually squalid dwelling. Hmm, that doesn't sound like a great hideout. Squalid? Mm-mm. Find a new one. Call the realtor. Number three, a comfortable, usually secluded room. I don't know. There is something nice about having a den in your house. Not everybody has a den. It sounds like a nice place. Let's go to the den. The Dells? No, the den. Probably a comfy rug in the den. Number four, a subdivision of a Cub Scout pack made up of two or more boys. Oh, I guess so. if a Cub Scout group has more more than two boys... Not just two, no, two or more. So if there's a Cub Scout troop that has one person, it's not a den. Wait, what is it? It's not, it's not anything. It's just, a, it's just a kid standing around in silly clothes. But two or more boys, then it's a den. Mm, this is from the Old English denu, which means valley. 
because it's off by itself and it's comfy, but it could be squalid. Um, and it's also from the old high German tenny, which means threshing floor. That does not sound like a fun place to be. The threshing floor? Woohoo! Second form of den. This is a verb from the 13th century. Intransitive is to live in or retire to a den, as in polar bear's den in ice caves or snow drifts. Yeah, there's just a big old snowdrift, and they climb on in there and make themselves a little cave, a little den. What's, what was what, Planet Earth? Did that start with the bears coming out in the snow? That was that was an amazing scene to watch, watching them coming out. How do they know when they come out of their den, get that footage? All right. That was uh, intransitive, so transitive for den to drive into a den why would you drive into a den of something what sort of den are you driving into to drive into a den maybe to push something into a den Hmm. boop boop the next word is den capital d-e-n abbreviation for denmark the place where the danes live right are they the danes why aren't they the dens The next word is denar, denar, denar or denar, D-E-N-A-R, noun from the 15th century. It says, see the money table, and let's see, this Macedonian alternative denar, ultimately from that, there's more, nope, not, not help at all, otherwise than the fact, then it says Macedonian. Learn how to speak English, man. The next word. Denarius. Denarius. This is a noun from the 14th century. Daenerys. She's the one from Game of Thrones, right? Daenerys. This is Denarius. Sounds like a name from one of the guys in the Key and Peel football sketch. I'm pretty sure they had a denarius in there. Okay, this is number one, a small silver coin of ancient Rome. So this makes sense. Our last word was denar, and this is denarius, denarius, one of those. Number two, a gold coin. Ooh, went up from silver to gold. A gold coin of the Roman emperor empire, equivalent to 25 denarii. There's two eyes at the end there. Ooh, so that's not going to be in here. But I guess the denarius, denarius is a big enough, important enough coin from the ancient Roman emperor empire. Why do I keep on saying that wrong? That they uh, they got to throw it in here. It's like the, the probably the equivalent of the dollar. We have a dollar made up of 100 pennies. The dollar is the important thing, I guess. Denarius, it shows a couple of pictures um, of this uh, denarius, the front and the back of the coin, and they are very lovely, sort of etching-style black-and-white drawings, quite detailed. I very much enjoy this. I wonder how they make these, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll post a picture of the a denarius. Maybe we'll find one that looks like this. It's got Julius Caesar's head on the front. It's the profile. He's got the 
the olive branches going around his head. It's your very standard, typical old Roman Empire thing that you got on your head. And it says some Latin around the sides and then the back of it. So that would be heads. And then tails has some other text and things that I can't see what they are. A couple of long skinny things and some other stuff. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes that explains it better than whatever that was. The next word is denationalize. Denationalize. Transitive verb from 1807. One, to divest of national character or rights. You're, you, what are you, you're getting away from any national character or rights. Number two, to remove from ownership or control by the national government. It is not owned by the national govern, government anymore, so it has been denationalized. I think that's what it just said. Denationalization. That is a noun. Uh, yep, boop. The next word is denaturalize. Transitive verb from 1800. Number one, to make unnatural. Dena- so you're getting rid of the natural part of the thing. It is now unnatural. Number two, to deprive of the rights and duties of a citizen. Citizen. <laughs> citizen. Uh, so um, they are. So they were a citizen. They were a naturalized citizen. That's a phrase I've heard before. People have said that. And uh, so you are naturalized if you are a citizen. But then if you take away those rights and the duties that they have to do, they are denaturalized. What? Well, I think... Um, what was that uh, when when someone defects to another country? That might be a process of denaturalizing, I think. I don't know the other ones. Denaturalization is a noun. And sorry, I have had an allergy thing for the last four freaking days, and this is kind of the end of it. But is that still going a lot going going on a little bit in the sinuses? The next word is denature, verb from 1685, starting with transitive. One, the synonym is dehumanize, is to denature, getting rid of our natural tendencies to be human. Number two, to deprive of natural qualities, also change the nature of. You change the nature of something. You are denaturizing it. That makes sense. Pretty clear. To a... So it said as. To a... To make unfit for drinking without impairing usefulness of other purposes. Okay, this one has a lot of parentheses, so let's read the whole thing, because that will be fun. To make alcohol unfit for drinking as by adding an obnoxious substance without impairing usefulness for other purposes. Okay, I keep on getting distracted by different things in this definition. So, when you denature alcohol, you are making it unfit for drinking. It's not able to be drunk because it now has an obnoxious substance in it. But you are not impairing its usefulness 
for other purposes. What other purposes might these be? Taking taking a paint off the wall, some sort of oil off wood. Is this the kind of alcohol we're talking about? So it can do those things. It has an obnoxious substance in it, and you can't drink it. So yeah, like turpentine. I'm thinking that's maybe something that's been denatured, maybe? I don't know. I don't know my chemicals. To be, or not to be, to modify the molecular structure of, especially by heat, acid, alkali, or ultraviolet radiation, so as to destroy or diminish some of the original properties, and especially the specific biological activity. What? Um, example, it said to modify the molecular structure of, of what? Of a protein or a DNA. And you're doing it by heat, acid, alkali, or ultraviolet radiation. Hmm. This is, is this what happened to the Hulk? Did he get denatured when the gamma rays, his molecular structure, got denatured? His DNA was changed because this radiation. And, uh, and then it destroys or diminishes some of the original properties. Oh, it's not what it used to be. It's a little bit different. Yep, the Hulk is a little bit different. And the specific biological activity. The Hulk got denatured. Here is intransitive to become denatured. The Hulk became denatured. Denaturant is a noun. Denaturiz- no, denaturation. Denaturation is a noun. Mm, yeah. The next word is denazify. Denazify. Yeah. I mean, how do you say it? Denazify. I think that's how you would say it. And yes, this is what you think. It is a transitive verb from 1940 to rid of Nazism and its influence. Let's please denazify everything. I think that's probably not a uncommon thing to think. I don't think that's so far out of left field. That's my opinion. Denazification is a noun. I'm just not a big fan of people who don't like all the people. If you if you don't like a group of people, you're not real great in my book. The next word. Big book. It's a prefix. D-E-N-D-R or D-E-N-D-R-O. It means tree. As in dendrology. It also means resembling a tree. As in dendrite. A dendrite is a thing that resembles a tree and it is tree related because it starts with the the dender prefix and a tree dendrology is probably the study of trees fancy that oh let's see anything else it's from the greek dris d-r-y-s which means tree what other tree words are we gonna have let's find out dendriform adjective from circa 1847 what do you think it's tree-like in form. It's dendriform. The form is like a tree. What's tree? It's got. It's a thing that's got lots of branches and it spreads out maybe exponentially for a bit. 
Bing bonk. Ah, don't like these sound effects. What? Bop bop. Okay, keep it simple. Dendrite. Noun from 1751. 1. A branching tree-like figure produced on or in a mineral by a foreign mineral. Also, the mineral so marked. It's a dendrite. Number two, a crystallized absorbent form. Three, any of the usually branching protoplasmic processes, protoplasmic processes, that conduct impulses toward the body of a neuron. And it says to see the neuron illustration, which we will someday. Don't you worry. Dendritic is the next word. Adjective from 1816, resembling or having dendrites. Also, branching like a tree. It is dendritic. Mm, I, th- I feel like, um, what are those things? Not, uh, I guess it's maybe a fungi. It's those little, those weird, yellow, mushy things. It's not a fungi like a mushroom. It's a different kind. It's And there's another word that I can't think of, but that tends to spread out in a dendritic fashion. Uh, okay, the next word. It's the last word. It's the last word. Dendritic cell. Two words. Noun from 1934. Any of various antigen-presenting cells with long, irregular processes. Oh, those processes are irregular. It's a dendritic cell. And again, we have reached the end of the words. We must now read the words again so we can come up with the word of the episode. Den. 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 Denar. Denarius. Denationalize. Denaturalize. Denature. Denazify. Dendre. Dendriform. Dendrite. Dendritic and dendritic cell. I believe we have to pick, we have to pick denazify as the word of the episode because do I really need to explain it? Nah. I don't think the Nazis are listening to this podcast anyway. That's it. That was the end of the, oh, we didn't do a song. Um, and did I do a song yesterday? I did a demote. I did do a song yesterday. Oh, thank God. Okay. Let's denazify the planet. Let's denazify it. Good. Yeah. It was a start. All right. This has been lovely chatting with you. I hope you come back tomorrow and listen to the next one. Listen in, listen to the next one. I command you. Thank you very much. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.